0: Good morning, y'all. It's my pleasure to introduce Hudson Hutchinson, who is my husband, to be our chapel speaker today. Hudson is the uh, College and Connections Minister at Monterey Church of Christ. Um, And every time that he speaks, I'm probably going to regret saying this, but I take something away from it. Um, So I hope that um, something that he says today can bless you throughout this day or the rest of the week. So I'm going to turn over to Hudson now. As an elementary school kid in public school, there's three things that are guaranteed to you. Number one, Fridays is pizza day in the cafeteria, and your pizza is going to look like this. And it's not half bad. Number two, it doesn't matter how far away from the 90s we get, teachers are still rolling with Bill Nye the Science Guy, the magic school bus to educate our children. And again, I think that's great. I grew up on him. You probably loved him when the videos were shown as well. Number three is this. You would, and I mean would, do a yearly school project asking the question, what do you want to be when you grow up? Eleven-year-old me was convinced that I wanted to be a vet. Turns out, eleven-year-old me was a dingus who didn't know what type of skill sets or passions that I had. If you don't already know this, uh, the days of what you are going to be are fading away, if not already gone. The days of what you are studying to be are here in your midst. And the days of what do you do are soon coming. What do you do? we have all heard this question. It comes up in casual conversation. It seems simple enough. But behind these four words are society's worth of pressure. An unspoken but still very real ranking lies upon you as you answer that question. It seems that your worth, what you have to offer, and your whole identity hangs on the way you answer, what do you do? When all is said and done, I want to be someone who did something. And I don't think I'm the only one with this desire. Our culture has shaped us into people who are defined by achievement and success. We tell our children that one day you're going to grow up and do something big. Well, here I am as a 34-year-old, and I cannot claim any big achievement. And maybe if you're a fellow three on the Enneagram, you might know just how hard that is for me to say. If I'm being completely honest with you, this morning it feels like at times I've fallen short, I've missed my mark, I've squandered my gift, and that's why the big achievement has eluded me. For the past year, I've been reading this this one book, not because I'm a slow reader, just because this book is speaking to me. It's an old classic piece of Christian literature called Practicing the Presence, written by a guy named Brother Lawrence. He was a French monk in the 1600s. And to sum of the whole book, he just saw each moment as a moment to be with God. This was his theology. This was his practice. Each moment was a moment to be in the presence of God. And as I'm reading this book, this quote, uh, it, it just it, it stuck with me. I can't shake it. It's rolling around in my head, and I want to share it with you this morning. This is what it says. In the way of God... Thoughts count for very little. Love does everything. It is not necessary to have great things to do. When I cannot do anything else, it is enough for me to have lifted a straw from the earth for the love of God. It's not necessary to have great things to do. I'm not there yet. I want to be someone who's content enough with God to not have something great to do. I want to be content enough just to pick up straw from the earth for the love of God. But I'm not there. I still want that big achievement, and maybe you can relate to that. And so the question I've been wrestling with is, what would make me content enough to pick up the straw and forgo the big achievement? And I think I found my answer in Mark chapter one, Mark chapter one, Jesus uh, is going down to the Jordan river to be baptized by his cousin, John. And as he comes up out of the water, the heavens open, the spirit of God descends on him like a dove and Jesus hears these words spoken to him from the father. This is my son whom I love with him. I am well-pleased. Now, it would make so much sense to me if this heavenly validation came to Jesus after he drove out his first demon. It would make sense to me that the father's pronouncement of him being pleased with Jesus came after Jesus confronted injustice in the temple. It would make sense to me if it came after the Sermon on the Mount or after Jesus resisted temptation in the desert. Or or if these words came to Jesus at the empty tomb where he just defeated sin and death. But the Father loved and was well-pleased with Jesus before he did any of these things. Before any of his achievements, before any of his ministry success, Jesus was loved by the Father, and the Father was pleased with him. And isn't that the good news? Before we've done anything, before we've got anything right, or done anything praiseworthy or, or remarkable, we were so loved by God that he sent Jesus. This and only this, I think, will allow me to forgo the big achievement, the knowledge that I'm already loved by God. And I think Brother Lawrence deeply knew this. Life is better when you pick up the straw from the earth, fully aware of your beloved status and seeking to earn love through some grand achievement. Maybe another way of saying this is communion with God is better than achievement for God. Maybe that's something you need to take with you today. You need to ponder on, you need to meditate on. Communion with God is better than achievement for God. Paul says this in Romans 9, Does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some pottery for special purposes, and some for common use? Pray with me. Father, you will make some of us grand achievers, and some of us might be made for common use. But Father, never let our striving for achievement, big or small, blind us to your boundless love for us, which is already ours through Christ Jesus our Lord. Help us to rest in that love. Help us to work in that love. But, Father, help us not to lose sight of it. We pray this through Christ. Amen. You're dismissed.